The Bible is our manual for how we live our lives, and there are many verses and passages that give us a recipe for how we are to live. Isaiah 12.4 is one of those passages that prescribes an order of actions that will result in blessings. Join Kim Miller as she takes us on a journey through the scriptures, revealing God's prescription for receiving God's favor so we can declare his works to others. Hello and welcome to this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. The Bible is our manual that we go to regardless of what the question is. It's the manual we go to to learn of the promises of God, to understand the commandments of God, to get the roadmap for how we are to live our lives. And many of the passages of Scripture give us like a a how-to in, in a sequence of steps. Sometimes it's not laid out that way, and we have to read through many books and many chapters and verses, and we string them together as the Holy Spirit puts them in our mind and our heart and teaches us and instructs us. But in this chapter of Isaiah, chapter 12, beginning in verse 2, we begin to see what happens as a Christian and how we need to live our lives and conduct ourselves in order to continue to receive the blessings of God and to give God the glory he so deserves for those blessings that he is giving us. Let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this another day to come before you. Lord, I would pray that you would remove me from this message, that you would open the hearts and the minds of each person that is listening to this message, and that you would speak to them directly what it is that you would have them to hear and to understand from this passage and from this message. Lord, I pray that you would help each of us to take a close look at our lives, to determine what it is we need to remove from it, that we would be more of what you would have us to be, what it is we need to do for you and concerning our lives and how we need to apply the scriptures that would help us to have the abundant life that you've promised us and for us to be pleasing in your sight. 
But Lord, as we begin to look at Isaiah chapter 12, and especially in verse 4, and we begin to unfold the recipe and the instructions that you've given us that we might be able to declare your doings among the people, Lord, I would ask that you would help each of us to take a close look at our lives and to examine it in such a way that we would walk away from this time in your scriptures more of what you would have us to be than when we walked into them. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Picking up in verse 2, it says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. We look at this verse and, and we see right here, a thanksgiving for the mercies of God. We, we see that in this chapter that we who have received salvation need to recognize that it is from God and that we can trust in him and not be afraid that he will save us from our sins and he will protect us and lead us and guide us. He says right off the bat, behold, God is my salvation. Then he says that Jehovah, his Lord, is my strength and my song. And so we see that as we're walking into verses 2, 3, and 4, and when we get to 4, we see that this person who is speaking Isaiah is speaking, he is telling us that the Lord is his joy and he is going to show us how that comes to be for him. But it all starts by being grounded and rooted as a child of God. It all starts by placing your faith in Jesus Christ that you may be engrafted into the family of God, join heirs with Jesus, and that he has become your salvation. When you behold him in your heart in such a way as to receive his free gift of salvation, you have placed your trust in him. And so in verse 2 of chapter 12, he's clearly explaining to us that God is my salvation and I will trust him. And because I trust him, I will not fear. And then he says, because I have trusted him, and fear has been removed. We read in the scriptures that perfect love casts out all fear, and we know that Christ loves us perfectly. And when we see that, we do that as Christians, when you and I really trust him, and we allow him to lead and guide us, and we receive that peace that only he can give, he becomes our song. There's a joy about our presence there's a joy in our heart. There's joy in our words. There's joy in our countenance because God through the Holy Spirit is indwelling us and he gives us joy and he removes from us the dominion of sin and he removes from us the cares of the world if we place our trust in him. So what we're seeing is as Christians, there's a lot that happens for us when we become for Jesus. And we see that he is our strength. 
So he's supplying all of our needs, and he's also going to be the strength that gives us the courage to stand in the face of opposition. He's going to be the strength that we have to stand when we're weak and weary. He's going to be the strength that we need in Psalms 46.10 when he says, be still and know that I am God. He's going to be the strength we need in Ephesians 6 when we put on the whole armor of God and we've done all that we can. We stand in the strength of Jesus. And then we move to verse 3. He says, therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. I absolutely love this verse. I think it's a beautiful picture of a well that you're coming to to be refreshed. You're coming to for life-giving water. You're coming to be able to sustain not only you but your family. And you continually draw from the well. And when you draw from the well, you receive what you need. And you come joyously because you know that when you place your bucket in the well, you're going to receive the water that you have come to receive. You're not concerned about it being spoiled. You're not concerned about it running dry. But you realize that this well of salvation will never run dry. When you drink of this well of salvation, you will never thirst again. And you realize that you can can trust that every time you come to the Lord for your needs and you draw from him your strength, your sustenance, your knowledge, your instruction, your information, your health, your provisions, that you are going to be getting exactly customized, specifically orchestrated and created for you the answers you need, the provisions you need, the healing you you need, the information you need, the sustenance you need, everything that you need, you can draw from the well of salvation and God will never disappoint. Thus, you can come with joy. And then we move into verse four and it says, and in that day shall you say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, and make mention that his name is exalted. Here we find the recipe. Once we have grounded and rooted our life and made our calling and election sure in Jesus Christ, there is a joy unspeakable and full of glory. There's a peace that passes understanding. And once that happens, we will say, praise the Lord. When we begin to experience all that this trusting in Jesus culminates in in our lives, we will begin to praise the Lord. And as we praise the Lord, we will continually call upon his name. As we call upon his name, we are exercising our faith. We are employing our trust in him. And we are coming to him and asking him for the things that we need. We are placing our life 
in his hands. And when we do that, there's an outward witness to those around us that God is our all in all, that God is the great I am, that we belong to Jesus and the world is just a place we're passing through, that we are pilgrims on a journey looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. And we are praising the Lord because of who he is in our life, the transformation he has made in our life, the provisions and the blessings that he gives us. And we know who to call upon because we have seen over and over and over and over again in our lives that when we praise the Lord and we call on the Lord, that we will be able to receive the blessings of God and we can declare his doings among the people. And you say, well, Kim, it doesn't say anything about getting blessings. How can you possibly declare doings if doings aren't happening? It's the doings that are the blessings. It's God's intervention in your life. Let me tell you, it's better than the material blessings that he gives us. When God is working in your life, it is a joy unspeakable. It is a reward beyond my ability to articulate. When God is working in your life and he's doing stuff in your life and he's stirring up the things in your world and he's touching them and blessing them and he's creating great and wonderful things for you I promise you you're not going to have to be told that you have to make mention of his name and exalt him because the joy of the Lord will be so great upon you that you will not be able to turn away from that you can't contain yourself you can barely stay in your skin because you want the world to know that Jesus Jesus loves you, Jesus saved you, that Jesus keeps you, that Jesus watches over you, that Jesus honors you and favors you. Uh, my friend, when you really understand verses two and three and what God has done in giving you the salvation and becoming your joy, when you allow him to be your all in all, verse four rolls off your lips. You don't have any problem praising him. You're not gonna ask anybody else for the help. You're not going to go to anyone else. You're not going to serve anyone else. Sin will have no more dominion over you. You will receive the doings and the blessings, the intervention and the presence of Jesus in your life, and you won't be able to not declare what he's done. And you're going to make mention to everyone around you who Jesus is. When the woman at the well came to the well, she came with an empty vessel so she could be filled. She came with a vessel that was clean, but she wasn't clean, but Jesus said, if you'll drink of this water and you allow me to fill your vessel, if you'll come to me and allow me to fill you up, then you will never thirst again. And let me tell you, this lady, she hadn't lived the life where people were going to say, hey, I'm going to bring this girl home to my mom. No, she was made fun of. In fact, she came to the well at noonday because she didn't want to meet other people. But Jesus went to her, and he was waiting on her. And he went out of his way and even put himself in harm's way to meet her. But I want to tell you what she did. Now, she understood Isaiah 12, 4 without ever having read it. Because just as soon as she drew from the water of the well of salvation, 
She was calling upon him. She was declaring what he had done to her. And she ran and she exalted his name. And she said, come see a man who told me all things ever I've done. Is not this the Christ? The woman at the well could not keep from telling others who Jesus was because of the miraculous transformation that had taken place in her life. Now, I... Submit to you, my friends, as we are closing. Have you received the touch of the master's hand? Have you started at the ground floor and received him as savior and received his free gift of salvation? He says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Have you made that commitment to Jesus Christ and allowed him to come in and to transform you into the life of Jesus? Transforming you into a Christian walk. Transforming you into one in which he can bless and that will bring him honor and favor. If you have done that, there is a joy inside of you that you cannot contain. And my friend, then you, like the woman at the well, need to be telling others about who he is. You need to be able to declare his name among your friends and family and co-workers. You need not to stay silent on this amazing gift you've been given. Because you need to be part of the story in someone else's life that you have given them the greatest gift ever. And that's an introduction to Jesus. My friend, it is our prayer that you know him personally. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Like to have, and I was wondering, could you show me how you 
her soul She just knows whatever happens God is in control She's a happy girl